Sean. Yes, Ray. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, thank you, Raymond. I appreciate it. This is coming out on your 45th birthday. No, my 44th birthday, but thanks for speeding that up for me. That makes me feel fantastic. Sorry about that. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, That's a 44 is a big one. 44 is, I think it's a, it's not mid 40s, right? It's right before mid 40s, would you say? Mid 40s is what, 45, 46, 47, late 40s, 48, 49, it, into your 50s. It's mid 40s. Er, you're in your early 40s now. Well, yesterday, you were in your early 40s. Today, when this episode comes out, Thursday. I will be 44. 44, mid 40s. Mid, I, is it mid 40s? Are you just saying that? Yeah, it is mid 40s. I would say mid 40s is 44 to 46. How about this? You have, have you, you, is there an age you've ever felt? Like, like all right, so. Are you, are you talking about that question everybody asks? Like, do you feel? Do you feel 44? I, I always thought that was like just, you know, that's like a silly question. I do feel like I'm in my 40s. Like, I feel definitely a physical change. But it's probably just because I'm completely out of shape. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some people, like Chuck Norris is 80. And he still looks great. Yeah, but he's also like, is he like losing his mind? Isn't he like half a psychopath, Chuck Norris? Nah, I mean he's he's been fighting for sixty years. He's been he's been practicing hand to hand combat for sixty years. You would be crazy too. Did you hear what was that? What's that famous thing about Chuck Norris? Um, yeah, he does look amazing for eighty. That's the thing about it. Like, I think I, I don't know if I said this to you last time. I was looking it up, and Chan, Channing Tatum is only like three years younger than I am. I think. He's, so then he's like seven years older than I am. Yeah. And he looks... He looks phenomenal. Way better than me. Yeah, me too. He's, he's literally in, a, in movies about male strippers. Do you think you look older or younger than your age? Older. But older? I, but it used to be younger. Like, I... You know how they say, like... it's so. I was just watching Veep. Veep is such a good show. And uh, at one point, Tony... Um, whatever his name is, the guy who plays um, her Tony sidekick. Hale. Tony Hale, yeah. yeah. He, in the mirror, he, go, he just goes... When did I get my father's face? And I always know that I look like my dad. Like, I look just like my dad. But, dude, I'm starting to look... Now I'm starting to look like the age... I'm appro- like, I look like the age he was when he, when he passed away. Like, I'm getting to that point. Because he died young. Yeah. This is, uh, this is way this sadder is, than I thought a, This is a morbid <laughs> beginning to the birthday episode. <laughs> I, try, I tried to start on a positive know, note. Like, hey, happy birthday, Sean. I You're brought like, it real negative. I'm the same age my father was when he <laughs> took his last breath. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, yeah, I just I just bring up Vietnam. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> Patty should be fun tonight for the birthday. But I might have a couple of drinks. <laughs> oh, let's let's do a shot for my dead father. <laughs> you should come out with a line of Irish birthday cards. <laughs> oh my god! Another year closer to the end. <laughs> <laughs> just miserable. <laughs> Sincerely, Seamus. <laughs> yeah, the, I, mean, I get to Patty's tonight. It just has. <laughs> it has the lettering up with the balloons. It just says, you're not dead yet, I guess. Like, it's just like almost dead. Not thing. dead, dot, 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 <laughs> but close. <laughs> <laughs> but none of this matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bullshit. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do apologize for um, taking it very morbid, but I look like my dad more now than ever. Like, my, like, like, you know, when you see details, like I remember the first time I even had my dad's anything that looked like I met was my arms. I saw a picture of myself and I was like, oh, my God, those look exactly like my dad's arms. Those are my dad's arms. And they were my arms, obviously. But stuff like that freaks you out a little bit. But but 
I don't mind it. I don't, you know, good looking guy. I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I don't. I look more like my mom's dad. I got this like fucking Herman Munster hair. Well, you know what's so funny about that? They say that's where the hair thing's supposed to come from all the time. My hair looks exactly like his. That's good because he had hair. Is he alive? No. He doesn't have hair anymore. He lost his hair? Yeah. What age do you know? You should ask him. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. You, you were just really steering this into no, no, darkness. No, no, no. That's on you, dude. This is the, because this is, this is the gothic <laughs> episode of the brand new jerk. You made it sound like he was bald, not that he just like was like decaying. <laughs> not that he was decaying, but technically even the, even the living are decaying at this point, making, dude. I, is, 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 is brand new jerks becoming uh, um, emo? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, we're just going to be dressed like the crow. <laughs> We just come in with our own like, like where'd you get uh, where'd you get little mini knives from? <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those chains on with the spikes. It's like I want to, yeah, we want to be more assertive, but like I don't want to be a sheep. <laughs> um, no, you made it sound like he was still alive and doesn't have hair anymore. You didn't, you didn't I know, it. but I'm uncomfortable with death, so I didn't know how Are to you uncomfortable tell you with death? that he's dead. You, you can just tell me. I just told you my, my dad. So, but it is good. You have good hair, so it's good. But they say that the genetics for your hair is supposed to come from your mom's dad. And I've, I've seen so many examples where that's not the case. Like, I, the, my head is like my dad's head. Like, it looks exactly like it. So, and my, I think my grandfather had hair until he died. Not a lot of baldies in my family, which is nice. It's good. Good yeah. for you. Good hair yeah. genetics. Um, it's fantastic. Not a, ton of, not a ton of fatties either. I'm one of the only fats in my family. Um, or, 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 I would, I would, I'd say, I'd say I'm robust. You are robust. Rotund. I would say you're robust as a person and as a a, a body. Thank you. I like, you're just describing me as a wine. I love this. <laughs> you're full bodied. You, I would say you have an oaky finish, and uh, you also have a, like a um, a full. A full uh, um, effervescence that I, that, that I you, people inhale on a daily basis. Full-figured. Full, she's a full-figured girl! That's, <laughs> a, that's my bad Kramer impression. I, I had a... Uh, I had a... I, I was actually going to begin the episode with this, but I had to get the birthday out of I the appreciate way, which it. Is, which is nice, which is yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, and, I'm excited for And, and hey, if anybody's listening to this early in the day, um, come to Patty's. Tonight. Yes. Come to Patty's on uh, 19th and 3rd Avenue, 19th Street and 3rd Avenue in Manhattan. If you're near the Big Apple, come by, say, hey, you're, you're, you're a brand new jerk. You're a jerk. You're a, you're a, uh, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. Uh, come say hello. What was the other thing you were going to start with on the episode? Uh, what I was going to start with is I had a jerk store moment that I told you a little bit about. Yeah. And, and I have some questions, uh, some follow-up questions for you about it. So okay. what happened to me yesterday, I was walking um, in Manhattan, and this uh, handsome young black dude in like a nice three-piece suit he was by one of those desks that have the apron on it. Looks like he was made like, like a pop up thing. Like a, yeah. yeah, like the kind of like little things you'd see like the military trying to trick young boys with weak father figures into giving their <laughs> lives. Um, so he like he's like, yo, 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 can I can I have a moment of your time? And I was like, ah, man, I'm really in a rush. 
And he goes, uh, I'm in a rush, too. I said, all right, uh, well, you can walk with me. So he's like, what's your name? I was like, Ray. And he's like, I'm Steve, or whatever his name was. And then I, he's, like, he's like, are you familiar with the United Something Something Breast Cancer Foundation? And I said, no, I'm not. So then he proceeds to give me statistics about breast cancer. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. I, hey, I know it's bad. I don't need this yeah, statistic. It's not like you're I'm like- not familiar with the organization, but I am familiar with what is breast cancer. Yeah. And and then he's like, but doesn't that sound pretty terrible, Brian? <laughs> I was like, okay, so you're you're good at this, but also bad at this. Did you just pick a random white guy name <laughs> five seconds after you forgot my name, ten seconds after I told you? Yeah, that's a hundred percent what happened. <laughs> so I so I said that to him. I said, did you yeah. just pick a random white guy name? He's like, oh, the last guy I was talking to was Brian, and I was like, no, probably not, because I'm the probably the first person that was gullible enough to even have a conversation with you. You well, there you. I was gonna say that's. You want to talk about people, please. That's the thing where you're like, nah, man, but you can walk with me. Like, you're trying to like, do a little bit of a concession there. I did. Most people would have been like, nah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. Thanks, thanks, thanks. And waved them off, which I'm sure happens all day. Well, that'll get to my follow-up question okay. at the end of this. So, anyways, I am very sensitive to, to cancer. You know, everybody's been affected by it. You know, sure. everybody has a family member they're close to. But, like, I'm kind of in the thick of it right now in, in my life. So, I'm like, okay, well... What is this, man? What do you need me to sign? He's like, no, it's for a donation. I was like, ah, I'll donate. I was like, how long? Let uh, me ask you this. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Let yeah, me ask you. No, did, you, did you not realize it was a donation the minute that he stopped you? I, I, I didn't know what it was. I had a lot yeah, on my yeah. mind. Yeah. I was just trying to get to the comedy club. Right. And and he, I, I could feel myself being sold, and I go... Yeah, man. I was like, I don't have any cash though. I was like, can I have, like Venmo something in and and like an organization or do it online? And he goes, Yeah, come with me for two seconds. Two seconds. I promise two seconds. I said, Okay. He's like, What were you thinking of giving? I said, I don't know, five bucks. And he's like, Ah, that's not an option. Yeah, not an option. He's like, Can you do fifteen? I was like, Nah, I'm good. And I just turned around and walked away. Right, and and I kind of I, I feel I feel like I salvaged the moment in the end by giving them that. Nah, I'm good. And, and yeah, you finally had enough. I, I I did, and it was like the thing that really bothered me about it is, yo, I don't have enough money to give to an organization to give to charity, quote unquote. Quote unquote. Yeah, that's that's why. My question for you. It. I mean, am I just a gullible asshole? No. No, not at all. I think that he caught you at a right moment. And also, like you said, you have stuff going on where you're like, I'll hear you out, man. And you're also, it, it stems from you are a good guy. I, I, there's times where I'll, if somebody was like walking with me and talking with me, I would let them, but my answer is always going to be no with those guys because I know how it operates. And you were, he just proved that to you by saying that's not an option. So, no, you're not a no, because you did know something was going on. But like, but also, and also he, he got you in your heartstrings a little bit. So you're like, I'll hear you out. But then he blew the sale. Like, if, if he, like you said, he was selling you. Like, he almost had you. Yeah. Let me give you the five bucks. He could have taken the five bucks and got... I don't know, uh, probably a $3 commission off 5 bucks because that's how those things Bro, operate. he could have took it for himself and got Starbucks. Yeah. I was at the point where I so wanted him to get away from me, and I was so annoyed with the over-salesman shit that I would have just Venmoed him personally $5 to get away from me. Yeah. But the reason I asked if it was a petition, when uh, I just remembered this, is he had a paper in his hand that had, like, the grid on it 
or like almost like an Excel spreadsheet, it looked like something where you would sign. Um, that might have been part of it. There might have been signatures that are needed for it, but sure. But I will but say that's, the, that's just why I thought of that. The biggest red flag for me with that guy would have been that you're doing this in a three-piece suit in a fold-out table with a fold-out chair. Yeah. Like, like those that scream scan. Anytime you see those guys, he wasn't the wearing like a line. Susan G. Komen shirt. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Like, like it wasn't wearing like the t-shirt. He obviously was a guy who was like, this is going to be my hustle. There's a lot of guys like this. Yeah. This is going to be my hustle. Um, the, the commissions, I don't even know what the commissions they make are, but I know that the, cha- the actual charity gets like no money. Um, like barely any money, like point something percent of the money or, or 2.4% or something. And you'd be like, that's not worth it. How is that worth it? So what I would say is, no, you're not a gullible. You're not gullible at all. You were just trying to give him a shot. And... On top of it, if he was worth his soul, like he would have been like, five, I could read on this guy. That's what I'm getting out of him. Five bucks. Yeah, I'll take the five bucks. Also, it's kind of like, dude, I was walking down the street in jeans and an ill-fitting Adidas track jacket. Yeah. What do you, what do you think you're getting? You got yeah. five bucks out of me? What else do you think you got? Five bucks is huge out of me. No, because he's thinking, this is, my, this is how I'm going to like make my money, which is also... Even more of a scumbag move than any other. I'd rather any other hustle than pretending to raise money for charity, which is basically what you're doing. You might be sanctioned to an extent. That's not an option. That's not an option. For also, that's a really awful way to put that. Like yeah. that's yeah, you're gonna turn anybody off with that. That's not an option. I'm too poor to yeah. help people in need. Like imagine if you had time. If, like, imagine if you wanted to stay and been like, dude, you need to. You need to. Freshen up your sales skills. If that's what you're doing, that's not an option. You're gonna lose customers that way, buddy. Hundred percent. I, I was, I, I was leaving. I was like, that is wild. Um, it is wild. And but I will say this: like, any anybody stops me in the city for any reason at any moment, even for directions, which I love. I actually love giving directions. I realized this about myself. Yeah. I love giving directions. I don't know what it is. Like, I think it's like makes it validates me being from here or something weird like that. But I give directions all the time. There's a certain masculinity that comes with that, too. Yeah, totally. But if I get approached even for something like that or anything, first off, I back up. I do. I physically put my hand out and I back up because I don't trust shit in this, especially now. In it this is city. crazy. I do like a, whoa, 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 you know, whatever it is. So uh, my first anything, anybody's asking me, hey, what about the blah, blah, blah? Like, my first thing is, oh, this is a scam. Like, even when I told you that story in Texas with those dudes, those, um, uh, what would you uh, what call not missionaries, I guess missionaries, when they came up to me, I knew what they were doing, but I was like, I have time to kill. I'll have a sure. conversation. So, like, and it was like, I was on a bench. It was nice. I'm like, they're not going to mug me here in the middle of uh, Plano, Texas. But anything in the city where you can tell, where it's, especially a guy in, like, a, a suit with, like, a clipboard and a thing, like, any of them are like that. Even the ones that are like, hey, can you uh, donate to... I don't know if it's always planned, planned, like what you said, where it's like they're wearing the T-shirts and then you, they, they want you to sign up for something. And then it's, it's a, like a subscription thing where it's like 20 bucks a month for this thing. And they, what they're counting on is they sign you up, they get their commission, you forget to unsubscribe to it. Yeah. It's all scams. It's all such scams. And it's like, it's like barking in comedy, but you're, ma- you're making money. It's like there's, there's barkers that make money in comedy. I never understood going to a certain level with that where you're, I've barked to get stage time in my life. Like I, I've handed out flyers for an hour and then did five minutes in the end of a show when I was like six months into comedy. And, and people, people that may not know, barking is just standing outside. Yeah, and, and handing out flyers or, or, uh, 
Or just telling him, hey, comedy show inside comedy starts in 20 show. minutes, you know, whatever it is, you know. Which is prominent in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, gullible, no. But I, I'm surprised that you let him get as far as he did because I figured it would have been pretty obvious the guy was running some kind of game. Yeah, well, well once, once he had me walking and talking, he kind of had me a little bit. Yeah, but that's what that's what that's why what he said is awful because like he could have gotten the five bucks out of it, and maybe if he would have been nice about it, you'd be like, hey man, they don't they even if he said, hey the charity gets X amount, could you do ten? You might have been like, all right man, I'll do ten, just because he had. I wouldn't have done ten. Five's my limit. Five's your limit. Your charity limit. Yeah. Well, because I barely have five dollars to buy the shit that I need sometimes. Right. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. I like you, he was he was playing on the people pleaser. He was. He was, uh, but the fact that the fact that he said that's not an option really shows that it's a hustle. It's a complete hustle. Yeah. A lot of those things are. So I would just, yeah. But I feel bad that you. We, uh, yeah. Well, we, because I, I told you a little bit of that story. Yeah. The, over over drinks last night. I was drunk last night. I was very drunk last night. I it was one of those I didn't eat enough drunk last night. I got back and I stayed up as long as I could and I just passed out. Yeah, I that you know when you were saying about feeling age, and we've talked about this before that with the hangovers, I'm feeling age. It, they they just get a little bit worse and a little bit worse and a little bit worse. Yep. And, um. Yeah, I I I I, th- I thought of a uh, I thought of this story, and and it's kind of way out of left field, um, but it made me think about it. Us boozing. Is did I ever tell you uh, I used to have a pee problem? <laughs> what do you mean a pee problem? Like like, like a bladder problem? Not like pissing my bed when I'm drunk, which I full disclosure I have done before. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm I'm only human. Same here. Uh, but I was getting up and peeing places in the room, <laughs> whether it was in like my hamper. <laughs> but the worst I've done. I did this. I have a story like this. Yeah. The worst time I did it college at my girlfriend's house she had a bunch of friends staying over from out of town and i got up in the middle of the night walked right over to all of her college textbooks pissed all over (laughs) and and the uh so the next morning her friends like retelling it saying oh i like Woke up in the middle of the night. It was definitely him. I saw the silhouette of him pulling down his pants, and his pants. <laughs> she was saying it like half romance like, novel, like you're half big, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a rustling. It was no. She was she was also describing it like a victim. <laughs> She's like, I saw the silhouette. It's like point to the doll where he touched you. No, he didn't touch me. He just peed all over <laughs> your U.S. history book. I feel like it wasn't that far off from a Bigfoot encounter because you were probably making weird noises. Oh, I was moaning and groaning. <laughs> and then I pick up the next day. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, I was like, hey, it's not that bad. We'll dry him out. You know, and I pick up the book and it's just fucking cum coming out of it. I'm like, <laughs> so you had to buy your new books. No, <laughs> I, I couldn't afford them. To, well, if anything, then college, I college textbooks are Then super. I definitely didn't have five dollars to give to a charity. Yeah, right. But um, no, I, I helped her. I dried, I dried one of them out. Actually, I don't remember what happened if she got new books or not. I uh, stayed somewhere once where, in the middle of the night, I remember I was staying in the basement of a friend's house, and in the middle of the night, <laughs> I, I was so drunk. I got up and just started walking, 
and they had in front of the TV there was a little area like linoleum, like just the living room had that, like you know it was basement floor was linoleum, and then so, like some carpet, but like right in front of the TV was linoleum. So I must have walked until I I felt linoleum, and then I just <laughs> peed and didn't realize. I went back to bed and then woke up and it was the the spot was right. I was like two feet from where I was sleeping. Like I I got up. And I just saw the puddle in front of the in front of, in front of the TV, and I was like, ah! and I freaked out, and I got up and I I cleaned you it cleaned up. Cleaned it. But I must have walked over. It was like this has got to be a bathroom, and I just pissed right in front of the television. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty common. Like, like, it's so everybody yeah. has issues with peeing, you know. But it's just t- it's just that's a tough look. I it, I did another one where, um, you know, uh, Seneca, my buddy Seneca. Yeah. I would me and him would get wrecked like drink until like five in the morning and i woke up at his house winnie the pooh and in his bed in his like spare room <laughs> not in his bed with him but i'm i'm winnie the pooh and i step off and i step right onto my jeans which are soaking wet yeah piss wet right so i'm like what the fuck happened because my pants were wet but i'm the like bed feeling wasn't? around the bed the bed's not wet and I was like, I piss. so I asked him, I said, dude, I pissed my pants somehow. And I don't know totally how I did it or whatever. And then the next day he goes, I did some detective work. I think I know what happened. <laughs> the light in that spare bedroom bathroom was not on or was never on, but it was on. And the toilet seat was lifted up. I think what you did is you went in there. To go piss, you did the right thing, flicked the light on, lifted the seat, and I forgot just... the last step, <laughs> pulling your dick out of your pants. <laughs> and I must have just pissed myself, realized it, took the pants off, and jumped in. Well, I say baby steps. I say, you'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want... I have a good... You had a good. We had a good idea for generation separation. Do you want to do that? Yes, I'd love to do that. Uh, I, I I jotted some stuff down. Uh, do you want to explain to the people what generation separation? Yes, is? while he's looking that up, uh, the last couple episodes we've been doing generation separation, um, and the first two was where I listed something off that would have, um, you know, that we both would have seen growing up, or we both have some type of. Uh, attachment to, or maybe not an attachment to, and just seeing what our 10-year separation and different uh, generation... I'm explaining this very poorly. (laughs) Um, I'm drunk still. Um, (laughs) Basically taking certain things from whether pop culture, current events, and seeing what our... First initial reaction is to it. And what, what are like Rorschach test reaction with or baby. association? And what we're it. realizing is where what's so funny is, and we've talked about this before in the show. You you're a bit of it when it comes to that stuff. You're a bit of an old soul because your brother's older than you, and you get a lot of, and also your sister. Your so sister, you get yeah. you get a lot of that input from them. But your reference to a lot of these things, like bands we've mentioned, is like just something else that band did that I don't associate with it. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like, or uh, uh, or a different movie that person did just a little bit later because the 10-year thing does affect your 100%. perception of that thing. So we thought of one last week that was good. We were like, hey, um, moments in history. And there's a few things I jotted down. I'll start with an obvious one. There's a couple of these where I'm just going to say the word. The first one, you're going to know what it is, but I wanted to think, I wanted to see... So first one I'll bring up, I know you're going to know exactly what it is, but uh, I want to see what your take would be on it because you would have been substantially younger than me in the time. Okay, yeah, this is good. Yeah, the first one is uh, OJ Verdict. Um, I Obviously, I know 
the O.J. Simpson story. Right, right. But my, you're like, you're like you like, you think it's the robbery trial? You're like, maybe when he yeah. stole the trophy back? <laughs> <laughs> my, my, you, you call that the O.J. trial? <laughs> That's a new character, guy who doesn't know about the murder, O.J. murder trial? But you know my favorite thing about, uh, before I get to my answer, because I have it, my favorite thing about the O.J. Simpson uh, about O.J. Simpson, period, is he got on Twitter yeah. like five yeah. years ago, and he would post these innocent, which is a weird word to use with him, uh, these innocent videos of him talking about fantasy football. He'd be like, these are my three running backs that I would definitely draft. And then all the comments were, fuck you, you murderer. You don't even deserve to be on here. You killed your wife. You killed your wife. <laughs> but... <laughs> And then, and this is the freedom that Elon Musk is talking about. <laughs> 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 to be able to accuse uh, OJ uh, or, or speak out about him murdering his wife. And to have murderers give their fantasy football picks. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. You want, you want, all, you all, the, guy, the guy is still a Hall of Famer. <laughs> the guy is still a big deal. The only thing, he knows football. The only thing I think of with the OJ trial is hating the coverage because I was a little kid. And I would go over to my grandma's to watch her premium cable. She had the Cartoon Network before everybody did. She had like all these really cool channels. And I couldn't watch it because they would not turn off yeah. any of the O.J. Simpson coverage. I didn't get it. I thought it was boring. I wanted it off. I didn't understand any of the racial tension. Wait, because you were little. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like five. Yeah. But I do, I do have very specific memories of getting over to my grandma's house all excited. I'm going to watch cartoons. And then it's, you know, Cato Kalen on TV. And That's I'm what like, I was going to say. Cato Kalen. I'm like, thing I think fuck of. this guy. <laughs> He's so boring. <laughs> also, Cato Kalen introduced the world to a certain sect of people who just live in celebrities and rich people's houses and kind of just like take care of the house. I'd love to be that dude. I feel like you have that vibe to you. I feel yeah. like we both could do that job where it's just like, hey, I just I, I just backed into this windfall. I just stay in this mansion <laughs> and I have to water the lawn twice a month or whatever, you know, like whatever it is. But that's what Cato Kalen was. I remember that not knowing what that was. And then then being like, well, what do you do? And he's like, well, I just kind of like I live on the property. I'm like, what do you mean you live on the property? He's like, I, I don't really want to get into it. <laughs> but that, that that the OJ thing is so weird, and then we can move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh is because he was so famous that his trial created famous people for 20 years to come. Dude, I remember they had... Kato Kalen did a bunch of stuff back then. He probably still has money from that time. Oh, he, he has dough. He, did so, he was in a couple of movies because of it. He was on Talk Soup. Remember Talk Soup? The, yeah. The, the, it was a great show. I remember they had him like either they had him show up in the background and do like a sketch, or they had him guest host the show. And Johnny Cochran became huge. Yeah, Johnny Cochran became big. I mean, obviously the Kardashians. Well, that's if you watch that uh, that Ryan Murphy version of that show, it's actually really good. It's really campy and really good. And like, which version, the Cuba Gooding one? Yes, I love that. It's great, and they do a really good job of it. But one of the other things I learned from that show is that um, uh, that. I remember as a kid watching the coverage at my at home, and when we were in Florida, that's when like I think the, the bulk of it was going on. Because I stayed with my at my grandma's in Florida, and they were watching it. Her and my mom like the whole entire time, just like you said. Yeah. But I remember just thinking when you're little. I was actually I was like, what was I like seventeen, sixteen, and uh, I remember thinking like, oh, all of his lawyers have got to be like the 
the real deal. Yeah. That, like all of his lawyers had to be amazing because it's like OJ and it's money. And I remember you remember hearing about like rich people get to hire whoever they want and they get off and they get off on this stuff because of the money that they have. But then you find out from the show that like Kardashian, Robert Kardashian was just like his friend and he was kind of a schmuck. Like he kind of like he kind of was kind of a good, wasn't a great lawyer apparently. Like he was, and from the show, that's kind of how they. they well, it kind was of, Ross, wasn't it? It was yeah. Who plays <laughs> him really good? He, he play, he's so good at playing kind of a dope, you know. But like, uh, but you don't think it when you're watching it. Like at the time, I remember being like, oh my god, all these guys must be amazing at their jobs because they must be so expensive and this. And one of the guys was there because they were like best friends. Well, one thing that's weird is we both associate it with our grandmothers. I know, I know. That's because everybody. Everybody was watching that. You could not escape it. That, I, I was talk, talking to my girlfriend. I, I told her, I go, they played the verdict in my high school in the auditorium. Like, if you wanted to go watch it in the auditorium, you could go watch That's it. That's wild. Yeah. I, and I loved O.J. Simpson because of the naked gun. Uh, everybody I did. I didn't know him from football. Every person. I was too young for that. Oh, me too. I, I knew him from, from uh, Naked Gun. But, like... Everyone on the planet loved him for one reason or another. Loved the dude. He was like, he passed. You know, and they say black guys that passes into white culture. That was him. Well, then it was rare. It was rare. A but lot he, more rare. He, he was a guy. He did. He was, in, you know, he was in the Illuminati, that guy. He was pretty, pretty white, whitish. And then, and then that was one of the aspects of the case. They said, the minute he got arrested, he just became another black dude. So, yeah. but that gets a little bit hairy. But, yeah, so, right, we both said grandma stuff because... I remember being in Lakeland, Florida, and at my grandmother's house, and being in there. And I remember kind of being bored. They're watching it. I was kind of bored. Would go outside. Would skateboard. I like. I like. That's like the first memory that pops up is me being in Florida watching it. Uh, I'm just gonna say this next word. Okay. And you tell me if you know what I'm talking about, which I think you will. Challenger. Uh, the the uh, I see. I don't know much about this, but the NASA explosion. Yeah, we saw it live. Because we had to, we watched it. I saw. I watched it live. When did it happen? Eighty five, I think. Okay, so yeah, it happened before I was born. Yeah, uh, but it was a big deal. Challenger explosion. Everybody knows. I figured you would know it, but I, if I just said the one word, I wasn't I sure. I know, but I don't know much about it. Everybody died. Uh, everybody died. Yeah. Christy McAuliffe was a teacher who was trained to go on it. She was like a legitimate, like fourth grade teacher who was like they. They were putting these people up that weren't like astronauts, and she was one of them. I think there might have been other ones on the craft, but on the the uh, the, the spaceship, if you will. Did they ever make a movie about it? They m- not like a. You know, it's crazy. No, they never made like a. Uh... It'd be a short movie. <laughs> I mean, it, w- it would. I mean, there, it's really hard to add a lot of drama to it. Well, it there's really no quick. redemption. It's just yeah. <laughs> it would just be. Just a but they made a movie out of at, you know United ninety three about the the September eleventh plane. That's true. So they can make a movie about this. Yeah, but but th- I, I think guarantee you there were scripts in Hollywood. I didn't that just never got see made. that movie. I didn't see United ninety three. I didn't see either. But they did. Um, in United ninety three, I think they made it like the redemption or like the bright shining moment was that they steered the plane away from. Hurting other people. Yeah, and Challenger was just kind of a screw up. Did, I, did yeah. I tell you about the um, movie that I have in development? What is it? It's where I'm gonna do a 9/11 movie, but from the perspective if those terrorists were unlucky enough to choose a plane that Mark Wahlberg was on. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's called, what's it called? Say hi to your mother for me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to your mother. That could be like a, 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 his, his Yibikaye motherfucker. Like he throws one of the terrorists off the plane. He goes, "Say hi to your mother for me, all right." Say hello to your mother for me, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Like, as you kick him off the plane, or you know what the the line would be is because he would he would play it pretty dramatically yeah. in my movie. My movie's more of a drama film yeah. than an action <laughs> film. Is where uh, somebody's like trying to get on the phone, um, and he's like, uh, he's like, "I got no cell service up here." And then he's like, "Mr. Wahlberg, will you call my mom?" And he's like, "No, you're gonna say hello to your mother." In person. <laughs> We're going to land this thing. I don't know why I made him sound a little bit like Just, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you... But he goes, you're going to say hi to your mother for me. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> me and no. you are both going to say hello to your mother. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> um, but no, but the challenging thing, one thing I wanted to tell you was, is the thing for my, my mom's such a sweet person. We... At my school, they gave us like a whole, like full color, like pam not pamphlet, but like a booklet about the whole Challenger, like the buildup to the crash to every, like it was a big deal, right? Yeah. And in it, they had it was just like this photo of all the astronauts, and my mom, like I, I wasn't necessarily into space travel or the astronauts, or it was just a disaster that happened that I watched live on television. My mom took the photo of the 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 astronauts framed it and put it up in my room. Like she just put it up. Like she's hung it up in my room. And then when I got to be like, I think I was like 15. When I was 15, I like took it down and she's like, where's the astronaut? Where's the astronaut? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I, I took it down. No, no, no. And she made me put the astronaut picture back up. It's like, so strange. <laughs> it was very weird. It's not like we knew any of them or it was just like, I'm like, there's been other, there was other tragedies. I didn't, you know, so, so you had the dead astronauts on the your dead wall astronauts for... on my wall, yeah. Well, no wonder when I say happy birthday, you <laughs> reacted so <laughs> somber. Um, all right, let's do the next one. These are actually these are pretty good. I have two left. Okay. Uh, this one's kind of it's another historical thing. I, I don't even have much to say about. It. I just I just want I just thought of it as an event. Uh, Berlin Wall. Happened the year I was born. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the but thing. But that's all I know. And and you know what I immediately associated with? What? Is David Hasselhoff. Because of Germany? Yeah, I feel like they made so many, like, jokes on SNL about him, and they always would kind of tie it into, like, the Berlin Wall. Really? But yeah. wasn't they him being big there? Was it around the same time that... I don't know, but I know that... I just have this weird correlation with the two things because for a while they were all I knew about Germany, which was great PR on their part. I the thing I think of immediately is that they were selling. They, you could buy a piece of the wall, like you could, and I and it was pre-internet, so I think you had to like mail away for it or something. Did you get a piece? No, no. But I know I remember knowing people who or hearing of stories or people buying little pieces of the wall. Was it East and West Germany? East and West Germany. MTV kind of had a field day with that. Yeah, because MTV News, to be honest, MTV News would probably be better than most news. Like, it was kind of legitimate news for back then. Yeah. It was like, it'd be what you consider legitimate news now, because it was just them reporting on whatever was going on. Yeah, I, th that's, that's my, my association with it was that they kind of, in America, I feel like a lot of people turned it into a pop culture event when it was like this serious triumph over there. Well, it was a huge victory. It was a big... Chink in the armor of communism, and we were so anti-communism that 
it was such a big deal for America. It was like because a win. It was a huge win because it kind of led to the fall of the Soviet Union. Hmm. Like so, and, and, and fascists. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Fascism's it's, back. Guess back. who's back, 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 back again. It's Putin. <laughs> He's back again. Well, they, that's not what stopped, what broke down the Soviets. It was Rocky Four. Oh, right. Because <laughs> if he could change. Well, there, there's a perfect example. Like Rocky Four. People loved it because of that whole angle too. With the, with 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 uh, so funny. It's it's that's what I mean. Like that's what's so weird now. <sighs> I can't get it. I want. I don't want to get into pop. This is a political podcast. But it's weird that people are now like you have people around the country going. Well, why can't Putin do what he wants? And why can't he <laughs> like he, whatever it is? Like you know, people help be like pro Putin. Yeah. And it's like do you realize how much your your grandfather would punch you in the face right now if you heard like that was like death to the America. It was like communism back in the day. Yeah. I'm, this is a very anti-Putin podcast. I just want to put that out. Yes, there. it is. We are not pro. We don't like him. I think he's bad. We're pro Zelensky. That dreamboat right there. Oh, I love Zelensky. And we love Was his that auto Dan Aykroyd. We <laughs> 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 both went for the same <laughs> bad Tommy Boy joke. <laughs> <laughs> I make car parts for the American working man because that's who I am and that's who I care about. <laughs> It's my Dan Aykroyd. He goes, uh, what does he goes, have one on me, Z. Uh, use the bucket to ice your balls. What does he say when he goes? Oh, yeah. yeah. He talks real fast. Mm-hmm. All right. What's, what's Big the Big UFO one? guy, Dan Aykroyd. That's why you like him? No, I've always liked him. He makes a good uh, He makes a good alcohol. He makes a tequila, doesn't he? Or a vodka. Is it good? Have you had it? I was just going to pretend like I had it. <laughs> I can't even remember what fucking alcohol it was. All right, now this is the one I saved to last, even though I wrote it first, because I'm not sure if you'll know what it is. I'm going to say these words, and you tell me if you know what I'm talking Let's about. Let's do it. New Coke. I don't know. Like, is it? It's it's either cocaine or Coca Cola, something like that. Right, but you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Ah, see, this is what I'm talking about. Good. This is like a generation separation victory. I figured if I said the words, you probably wouldn't know this one. New Coke. Back in the '80s. Like probably, I think it was like late. Like later. vanilla Coke. Oh, Coke. All right. You ever wonder why? I don't know if you know this. I don't know. You're a, you're a Coke. You like Coke? You drink Coke? Drink Diet Coke. I try to stay trim. Right. It's working out beautifully. And I um. <laughs> Come on. Come on. That was an easy, stupid joke to me. That's no, okay, dude. <laughs> but the. Uh, you ever wonder why it's called Classic Coke? No. If you look on the thing, it says Classic Coke. Classic Coke. There's a reason for that. Back in the 80s, they changed the formula for Coke. It was like this big marketing promo thing. And I think there's even a theory. There, all right, there's two theories. One is that they changed it because they were trying to change. I think it was just to like, hey, we're going to change the formula for Coke and it's going to taste better. Like that was the whole idea. Yeah. Why would and they then, fuck with it? Wasn't Coke doing pretty well then? Yeah, but that was the Cola Wars. You had Pepsi versus Coke for years and years, which you still have, but oh. it was way more prominent in the commercials. Anyway, so you had Coke go, we're, we're going to do new Coke. And they called it, like, it doesn't. It didn't say Coca-Cola. It said Coke, and you know, enjoy Coke, yeah. C-O-K-E, right? So um, the one theory is that, hey, they're just, they did it for a marketing reason. It was a bomb. It was a 
huge bomb. Uh, it was around the. Uh, it was later. This was later, but when like the move where where Pepsi did Crystal Pepsi, where it was like see through Pepsi. Yeah. And that was supposed to be a big deal, and that bombed. Like all the all these things, they were trying to like get the extra edge in the Cola Wars. Oh, those Cola Wars! I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I'm a veteran of the Cola Wars. Are you? Yeah, I have diabetes. Anyway, so <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Anyway, so uh, you served, yeah, two tours in the Cola Wars. <laughs> um. Anyway, so but the then later on, I remember hearing a theory that Coke did that on purpose so that they could go back to the original and and people would go to it in droves because like the like it was like a chess game. Oh, like that's that, smart. If that's what it was, it was smart. But I heard the mark. The, the idea was we're gonna switch it. Which I don't even know if that's true. I think it was just a bad choice that they corrected. Rock and roll a cola walls. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> but also proves to you how much those soda companies are too big to fail because any other company that would have done what they did would have, yeah. would have went to the crapper. If anybody else just goes see through. Yeah. But if you, but I figured if I said uh, new Coke, you wouldn't, like new Coke was a thing. I thought you were talking about drugs. Because like the, the new, new Coke no, now is fentanyl? just fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this new Coke is killer. <laughs> Literally. Um, but those are the four that I came up with. That was a those good generation good. separation. Yeah. Yeah. You you I figured I thought I was I was gonna be really surprised if you knew New Coke because I'm like, it was before your time and nobody really talks about it anymore. Like it was like a thing. It was like a big thing. And nobody it's one of those things that you know what else has gone away? Like like they're they're coming out with this movie about Elvis, and I'm like nobody talks. Looks terrible. Looks terrible, but nobody talks about Elvis anymore. Elvis used to be like a really. I think it's like almost like he's like the Columbus of rock and roll. <laughs> I love Elvis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Elvis is like he like it's Columbus. You know, kind of like he. Did he do something bad? Did he did he finger the wrong people? Did he finger the wrong people? Yeah, yeah, I think people he been getting in trouble for that. Finger? Who you mean? Like Elvis? Diddling people. Did Elvis? Oh no, but he married like Priscilla was like fifteen years old when he married her, but I think it was like legal. That shit was happening all the time. Yeah, back no, then. no, no. But he, they, 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 the music he was doing was like R and B, like it was like black R and B. Yeah. And then because he was a white face, like a handsome white face, and he knew how to do it well. King of rock and roll. But he basically like culturally, like that's like a true. Cultural appropriation. He's a, he's a, I liked Fat Slob Elvis the best. That, well, that's when, yeah, that, yeah. well, p- people like come back 68 Elvis when he was in the black leather suit and oh. just the Elvis behind him. That was like, he had, he, he, it's so funny because I think of him as all as one. I, I knew later on. I like him with like the gemstones when he's sweating his ass off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's mid bender and he had to do this show in Vegas. Didn't he die? Did he die on the toilet? Died on the shitter, dude. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, cultural appropriation, this gets us to who we were thinking is maybe our jerk of the week. I would um, say definitely jerk of the week. My boy, the one and only Chet Hanks. <laughs> he, you uh, are a huge fan. I uh, he, uh, I have to be. I, we, I think we should be completely honest with this conversation. Oh, do you want to be completely honest? Because I will be. Yes. I think that we can bring up the Z-Way thing. Well, yeah. that's why I think he's jerk of the week. That's why he was back in the news again. And he was getting... Uh, shit from her, and I, I don't really know what the show is. I just saw the clip. She's trying. Here's the thing. She's. It is ironic. It's ironic, and she's trying to be cringeworthy at the same time. Yeah, but there's so, so many people already doing that better than her. Um. Yeah, but it just works for her because yeah. for whatever reason. But 
I didn't know what it was at first because I just saw a small clip, and then I saw a longer interview, and I was like, oh, she's like, she's she's joking around. But the the thing that sucks about it is she's also not joking around. And there's a clip of Chet Hanks on her show, and it's like one of the cringiest things. You'll the Joker see. thing. The, well, there's a couple different things. He does the Jamaican accent, but this is what I wanted to be honest about. She goes, "Don't you you don't see a problem with doing the Jamaican the Jamaican uh, patois? It's patois, right? Patois, patois. Yeah. The, the accent, or no? and, he, and he goes, he goes, no. And she goes, you don't see it as like appropriation. He goes, no, I I see I, I have appreciation for it. I'm trying to I, I'm I support it. Like I'm like. He's. I would have to admit that he's wrong. Like, he, like he's still wrong, but I'm also like, I kind of. No, like, he's not wrong. He's not. I'm, I don't think he's doing it with any malice, or that's, he's an that's evil my point. racist. No, I, mean, his I don't dad think so. Is fucking Tom Hanks yeah. for Christ's sake. Yeah, his dad played Mister Rogers and Forrest <laughs> Gump. Like, but the Joker impression is a full on. To be honest. If it wasn't, if that he wasn't was, so cringeworthy, it's not a bad impression. That was not a good look for for Seabird. But he kind of sounds like the Joker in the impression. Yeah. But because it's so cringy, it takes away from how it's not that bad of an impression. It's and he's doing like he has his own weird laugh. That's like a Joker laugh. He's like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> I don't know how I got these scars. And then he's like, huh, 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 huh. But here's what we had to kind of call bullshit on that Z-Way girl is that. Is that how you say it? Z-Way? 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 Anyway, you have to call bullshit on her a little bit because you, what did you think? You knew that was going to happen. Like, she's staring at him blankly yeah. and making it more awkward. I get, I get it. It was awkward, but you knew you were going to get that moment out of him or you, something. You think there's something wrong with him? I No, I think it's I think it's Jada Pinkett and, and Will Smith disease. It's like, you've never wanted for anything in your life. You've, you, like, you've, you've probably been raised with the idea that what you, what you do is, you can't do any wrong. You yeah, cannot but, but do that, any wrong. But that geek Colin seems pretty well adjusted. I, I don't know if, yeah, I think some people just handle things differently. I think Colin, I don't know, maybe he was closer to his dad and his dad, his dad seemed like a pretty down-to-earth do- guy. Maybe this, the Chet thing came out of his dad ignored him. Who knows? Well, well let's... You know what? Let's let's uh, let's rank the Hanks. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> hi everybody! Welcome to Rank the Hanks, where Ray Zwani and Sean Donnelly are ranking the Hanks, the Hanksies. What Hanks? Hankses. What Hanks would you put? How do you do Hanks plural? Well, Hanks is plural. Hank, Hanks. The Hankses is the Hanksers. Hanks, the Hanks. The Hanksy. Hanksi. Hanksi. I like Hanksi. Hanksi. Let's rank the Hanksi. Mm, it's got to be the Hanks because it rhymes. Rank the Hanks. Rank the Hanks. Welcome to Rank, Rank the Hanks. Uh, I, I, we already know. We're not going to go one. We're going to go. Are we doing it out of the Hanks family or other Hanks that you know? I, I was going to put in Hank from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I think we could put him at the end. I would put him above Chet Hanks. I'd rather we have ha- a way different ranking. Well, oh, tell me, tell me, Chet is your number one, and, I'm, and we're not doing the podcast anymore. Chet's pretty high, dude. What? He just hasn't done as many movies as Tom, or he would have. You, my number one is is Tom Hanks. It's legendary. I don't like Tom Hanks that much because if you if you don't have, I'm sorry, what? I don't like Tom Hanks that much, and I think here's 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 what I think. I think that Chet got all the cool edge that Tom Hanks has, which is very little, and then Colin got all the dweeb. Jeans from Tom Hanks, so he's a huge dweeb. He's you know he's Tom Hanks in 
fucking You've Got Mail. And Chet <laughs> Hanks is Tom Hanks on the island in Castaway. He's Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks, dude. With a little bit of Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks in there. Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks is a pretty badass He's Tom badass. Hanks. That's, we'll talk about an underrated movie. Very underrated. It was Sam Mendes' second, after American Beauty, he made that. And it kind I think it got, uh, it still did well. It got nominated, I think, Best Picture, but it didn't win. It didn't. It didn't get nominated? Maybe it did. I don't know. But. Fact check us. It's a movie that's aged very well. Yeah, I gotta rewatch. It's pretty, it's bad. It's Paul Newman's last movie. And he's great in it. Anyway. So is your Hanks ranking, if we're just going with the, with the core three. Everybody Co- calls them. The guys, the, the boys. The dudes. C- Colin. You're going Tom one, Colin two, and then Chet yeah. three. Yeah, because Chet is just kind of a clown. He is overall, he's a clown, but I, it, he's such a clown. He goes so beyond the pale that I kind of respect it. <laughs> like, he, like, you know. Sounds like somebody here won't be celebrating White Boy Summer <laughs> with me and Chet Hanks. <laughs> Because guess what? We're running it back this year. It was White Boy Summer last year. We're no, I'm going it. to Jamaica with Z-Way. <laughs> <laughs> so, for all of White Boy Summer. So, uh, okay, well, where would you throw in Hank from Breaking from, Bad? Uh, I would put him third, and then Chad Hanks would be out, out the door. What about Hank Hill? Hank Hill. I've never liked King of the Hill. Me either. Ah, there we yes. go. Oh, my God. I finally found somebody. That sucks. Feels, you know, I've never said this in public before. It's boring. It's super boring. I, we have to stop pretending it's a good show. The only people who get it are the people who grew up in fucking Texas. Yeah, people love it. People like to pretend like they love it too. I think it's a it's it's like hipster bullshit if you like. Which makes no sense to King me because it's Hill. about a redneck. So it's this weird thing. I like Mike Judge. I think Mike Judge is great. Office Space is great. He was in Butthead was really funny. Don't you love when like a comedian that you like that is a friend and that you respect most of their takes will have just like a strange, like off the wall take. Like King of the Hill is just brilliant. Like nobody well, knows how smart the writing is. And I hate when up. people introduce King of the Hill into a conversation, just assuming. Of course, we all know the canon of King of the Hill and the characters and yeah. this every scene of every episode of King of the Hill. Or they'll go, "It's like so and so from. Hey, you look like so and so from King of the Hill," and I'm like. I don't like that reference because I think it's a shitty. I think it's a shitty show. So is it fair to say that if we add Hank Hill into the mix, he is Bottom. after Chet Hanks? He's below Chet Hanks. Below. Yeah. I'm meaning in the. He's my last Hank. He's your last Hank. No way. I I I'd rather watch an animated show about Chet Hanks what called a- White Boy Summer, where he just goes from beach to beach and just does different black accents and every. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's just Chet Hanks doing a Jamaican accent. Oh, Jamaican is Chet Hanks doing an African accent. It's Chet Hanks doing a, a Bronx accent. <laughs> Chet Hanks cleans up, I bet. Uh, cleans up with oh, that's another. Okay, there we go. You just you just nailed it. There you go. Why is he like that? Because he's a f- famous up. son of a of a legendary actor. Does he tarnish the Tom Hanks name? Yes, a little bit. Because Tom Hanks. Is so down to earth and pretty funny. You ever hear the story about Tom Hanks when he was preparing for Punchline, going around with Barry Barry Sobel no. all over the city, and all these comics were like, he could have just been a stand-up, like he could have full-on been an amazing stand-up. You watch Punchline, the guy would have been a good stand-up. I, I I just have issue with Tom Hanks. You shouldn't. He's brilliant, really, really good, good actor, but and and just all-around talented guy. But it's gotta suck if like, <laughs> just imagine holidays with Chet. 
I, like Chet shows up shirtless to Christmas. <laughs> I do. I That's do. the other thing about that interview. He's shirtless in the interview. Well, not the whole time. He has, uh, a, he has a little bit of. Oh, tag. the clip I saw. He just—it's just his tattoos and whatever it is. He's so cool. God, dude. But I'll tell you right. Okay, there's a lot of people. Chet. I'd rather hang out with Chet than a lot of you. There's maybe that's a good, a good game, right? I'd rather hang out with Chet than Colin. I'd rather hang out with Chet than Colin. Colin Hanks is boring, dude. Colin, he sucks. yeah. Colin, they, Colin had his run, and then and then it kind of fell off. I think he's kind of done, right? Does he still act? Uh, the last I saw him, he was in that Fargo show for a season. That's right. Yeah. Who was he in that? Boring. That's who he was. Yeah. He played, <laughs> he played <laughs> Philip Boring, I think, was the character's name. But if you... He is Tom Hanks without nuance. He, he is. He's not a good... He's, he's boring. He sucks. Boring. Yeah. But, the, but Chet Hanks is pretty entertaining to watch. He, he knows what to do in front of the camera. And there's no way he gets... He gets laid. There's no way. To, there's no way he doesn't get like he gets laid all the time. He, he must. So hundred percent. It sounds like I've talked you into sliding Chet Hanks up in your rankings. I'll give. I'll, I'll build him to two. If we're doing the 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 the, the, the holy trinity over here. So if we're with, ranking with the Hanks, Chet, we're, we're ranking the Hanks, and it's Collins three. Collins three. Chet two. Chet, Tom one. Chet two. Tom one. Yeah. Tom Hanks is for one. me, and I'll even. I think that that is the ranking, but part of me, I don't think that the gap between one and two for me is as big as yours. No, I mean, the gap's there. Like Tom, because here's the thing: like he created the universe. If you don't have Tom Hanks, you don't have the Hanks verse. You don't have the Hanks verse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, why is Chet Hanks? It's like it's like movies? having Marvel without Iron Man. Yeah, Marvel movies without Iron Man. But but Chet Hanks is definitely like Thor. <laughs> the comedic relief. <laughs> Comedy relief. Chet. Chet Hanks. I would 100% want to hang out with Chet Hanks. Me I'd rather too. hang out with Chet Hanks than Z-Way. I'd like to get Chet Hanks on this podcast. Can you imagine how bad of a hang Z-Way is? Oof. She's a babe, though. I you think, think so? Yeah, I think I'm in. I think she's in the new Doctor Strange movie. I just saw it. She, I, I think she plays one of the people on the, on the panel on the, at the end. I don't with think the she's in it. Um, maybe I'm just being racist. Chet Hanks is in it. What? <laughs> maybe I'm just being racist. <laughs> Chet Hanks is in it. Is he? What did he play? Yeah, he he plays Iron Man now. <laughs> Chet Hanks. He took over for his dad. <laughs> Dude, if we can get Chet Hanks, if you're listening, can you please come do the brand new Jerks podcast? You're you're our jerk of the week because of that interview. Because you, oh my god, like, wouldn't it be great if he was in on it? Like, if he knew. Almost like a like a like a Charlie Sheen, not even Charlie Sheen, like Andy a, Kaufman, like a Joaquin Phoenix thing. Oh. When he was doing that movie, or an Andy Kaufman. He's never had to people please in his entire life, Chet Hanks. No. It's what like whenever you see a bratty, you know, if you, a, a, the bratty kid of a famous person. It's if they if it, they just grew up immediately, like it's like there was no there was no. Um, that's what makes me think that his dad must not be around at all, and Colin was able to deal with that, I guess, better than Chet was, and Chet. In retaliation, I just become a complete embarrassment. <laughs> He's like, I no, do. Like, you want to play catch with me? I'll show you. I'll start doing Jamaican accents in front of uh, people <laughs> on interviews. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> have they? And it is to like, he does have this air to him, like he's a tough guy. And he's this cool street dude. 
And yeah. it's like, bro, your dad was the voice of Woody, you big <laughs> pussy. We also wonder, like, that also comes out of, like, not... That's the rich kid thing, where it's like, it comes out of, like, what does he do? Like, nobody's ever nailed down what the guy does. Is he, oh, is he a rapper? Is that what it is? When he said white boy summer, white boy summer is so... It's bad. It's like I almost there's so much bullshit on the other. The, like it's actually really funny to say white boy summer because immediately people are like it's racist. It's racist. It's like no, it's not. It's the ramblings of a moron. Like just just like, <laughs> it's not it's not racist at all. It's just it's just the guy being an idiot. Our PR guy for white dudes has been at the sl- asleep at the wheel <laughs> for years. For years. Who's the PR guy for white dudes? I have no idea, but he should have shut that white boy summer shit down quick before I started to enjoy it. The first time I heard it, I was like, this is crazy. This has a million views. This is fucking terrible. Three days later, I'm like, white boy summer. <laughs> oh, Chad. Yeah, some wild shit. Chet should be the poster child for this podcast. Brand new jerks. But he's been jerk for a while. With Chet Hanks. Brand new jerk with Chet Hanks. He's the jerk of the week, but I mean, I, I think he's awesome. He, he's jerk of the week, but it's like, it, you can respect, I, res, I do respect the complete obliviousness. I think he's harmless. He is 100% harmless. What is he going to do? There's nobody that's like, oh my God. Chet Hanks said White Boy Summer. He decides public policy. <laughs> you mean politician Chet Hanks? You mean the guy who decides? Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, after Trump, I mean, anything's possible. Like you Chet Hanks for president, 2030 Well, well at least something? Supreme Court. Supreme, <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Chet Hanks. Dude. I say that we make a plea on the. If anybody knows Chet Hanks, out there, in the in the brand new jerks, the jerkiverse, the jerkiverse, and then could you, if we speaking of multiverse, we need the jerkverse, the jerkiverse, and to collide with the Hanksverse, and, and a Doctor Strange style moment, so we can have. You know, uh, the only problem is what I feel like I've talked too much shit on his dad and brother. I don't think. Uh, I think that's. That's okay. I don't think he'll listen to prior. If he, if he was to ever actually do the podcast, it's not like he's listening to back episodes. He's not going to do his research. He doesn't seem like a research-heavy guy. Yeah, I would love to get Gen X for the show. It would be great. We don't even have... Should we start having guests? Let's start having some guests. Um, actually, what we, what we will ask, and, and this is me putting it out to the uh, listeners, if anybody knows a therapist... Not for me personally, but one that would be comfortable with talking to us about people-pleasing on the podcast. I'd love to have that. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Because I um, probably should be wrapping up here soon uh, with this episode, but I heard something, I think on a different podcast, I forget what it was, but that falls in line with what we talk about all the time, and I think it's me to a T, and it was talking about, like, so there's there's passive, assertive, and aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. And... I think one of the reasons I rarely leave passive is because I'm scared to be pissed off. I, I, f- I feel like I have a lack of control of anger. You talked about it in therapy? No, I haven't. That's but, a great assessment. But I was listening to something, and then I had a... Uh, if, if I could tell another story real quick. Yeah, sure. And I thought about... Let's end with this. I thought about my anger getting the best of me, best of me and it was years ago. I'm in college... And 
I'm in Morgantown, West Virginia, and it was when like like self checkouts have been a thing for a long time, but it was when they weren't as prevalent, not as prevalent, and they didn't work as well. Okay. So there's four self checkouts open, and I'm at one of them, and there was this old dude right behind me, and the self checkout is messing up, right. where it keeps doing the make sure that your Items are in the bagging area. Yeah. Please put your yeah. items in the bagging. And, and I'm getting, like, frustrated. But the guy behind me is not moving. And he's, like, close to me. Like, he's waiting in line behind oh, me. Oh, that's so worse. So I hit him with a, I go, hey, man, there's, like, three other uh, checkouts. self-checkouts open, buddy. And then he's like, okay. So I'm like, I, I keep, it like, keeps messing up. And I'm, like, getting mad and, like, putting it down. And then I still feel him there. I was like, dude, all three of them are open. You don't got to be behind me, you know? So I, I, I like keep going, and it's 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 like stressing me out him being there. And finally, I just snapped. I was like, "Bro, you're gonna either get away from me and go shop a little more, or you're gonna go to one of these other uh, fucking checkouts to ring up your stuff." I was like, "I can't do it. Please get away from me." I was like, "Do you not see how frustrated I am?" And he was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" oh. Like fumbled like his two items, and then walked over and went and checked to another out. checkout. Yeah, I wanted to kill him. Yeah, what was his deal? I don't you know. It would be know. funny if, if you went to like somebody that, like, that worked down and you were like, this old man won't leave me alone. And she's like, what old man? Like, she's like, I don't see an old man. And he didn't exist. And it was your conscience. Ooh. Everything of that? Larry? Why, Larry's been dead for 20 years. Some say they see him in the self-checkout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he won't leave them alone. Uh, I would have lost my mind. That, that's the kind of stuff that would get to me too, because you're thinking, you know what, you know what that is. You're like, not only is this thing not working, I am upsetting this guy because he wants to get on this machine, and I'm not. I, I'm, you're getting like, it's like flop sweat. You're getting like flustered. But I didn't get it because there was three other ones open. He, I, he might have just been out of it, delir- like a little bit senile. But because, I, could, he said he was old. Yeah, but I was being nice. I kept doing the like. <laughs> Yeah, it's all working real well. There's a bunch of other ones open. You know? <laughs> it's all working great, okay? And then, and then it just started, like, growing and growing. I was like, hey, you could use one of these other ones, man. I'm sorry. This is going to take me a minute because things aren't working out. I'm probably going to have to get somebody to help me. And then it finally got to the, dude, go to one of these other ones. I can't do it with you today. It's been a long day, and I can't buy my fucking so when groceries. He, when you said go to one of the other ones the first couple of times, he just would go, all right, and then just stand was, there? Well, I wasn't telling him to specifically go. I was just saying, hey, all these other ones are open. That also... That's, and he was like, oh, cool. Also, that's, that's also why I love being from New York, and I'll tell you why. It's store experiences everywhere else around the country for the most part. Maybe some other, another couple of cities. Nobody just... like the thing, People think people in New York are rude. No, we just like... We value our time more. Like I know, I know it's like a cliche thing to say, like, "Oh, New Yorkers are the best," but like it's, it can be annoying, which I don't believe that. But I'm saying that, like, wh- why would common sense? Why wouldn't that guy go, "Oh, thanks," and then go off to one of the machines? Why does everybody take 45 minutes to do checkout in every other store around the country, but besides anywhere you go in New York? I've gotten worse because living here. When I go other places now, I'm extremely impatient. Yeah, I, I think. I was in Miami once, and, and there was three people ahead of me online, and I was in a rush. I had to make a show. I bought a show shirt. I had to get the shirt. I needed one. And it took 45 minutes, 45 minutes for them to check out three people. And I was like, this is, this is, this is, I got there. I, I had to, like, 
I had to like uh, physically pinch myself so I wouldn't start screaming and, and bug, like just bug out in the middle of the store. But I won't complain. I just leave. Um, Something's taking too long. I just leave. I I the, my my complaining consists of me goes, let's go. Like you know, or 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 I'll do the uh, the the very New York move your ass. You'll <laughs> oh, right. do move your ass. I'll do move your ass. It's mostly in the train. Uh, this woman was like, I go, oh excuse me, I, I'll start nice. This woman, I was at one of the one of the stops downtown, and I was going through the gate. And if I would have pushed it, it would have hit her. And I go, excuse me, I'm coming through. Nothing. Just stands there. Miss, 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 miss. Nothing. Hey. Move your ass. And she turns around and she moves. <laughs> you got a good voice for saying move your ass. <laughs> I got a good move your ass voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I told you. I got a good go ahead. Good go ahead voice. What's and your move go, do a go Just ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead is a New York thing. Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead is a... Pol- I think it sounds like it'd be a rude thing. It's not. So play... No, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I said that once. I think I... I don't know if I told you this story, but I... My sister's roommate's boyfriend years ago, we were hanging out at my sister's apartment, and the, he was there, and he was from California, like born and bred, and he's very California. He's like, yeah, bro, like all that kind of stuff. Saw, dude. And, I, and I, uh, I sat in his seat when he got up, and he came back, and I go, I go, oh, take your seat. And he goes, he goes, no, man, it's fine. I go, I go, no, nah, go ahead. And he flips. He goes, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's so New York. That's so New York. Go ahead. Oh, my God, I love it. I love it. Because he like, Loved New York, but never been there. Like yeah. one of these guys. And I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And, I, and that's the first time that I realized not everybody says go ahead. Like go ahead's not a thing. Jesus. People pronounce a, their words other places. What a bumpkin. Yeah. Well, or what a like a what a surfer boy. That's true. He's just a surfer boy. See you. What is it? He's just a skater boy. You thought it was he's just a surfer. <laughs> Generation separation. Avril Lavigne. You thought it was surfer boy. I think I knew it was skater boy, but I. <laughs> yeah, and you were a skateboarder. Yeah, but Net wouldn't know that song as a, as a skater. I feel like you guys were all probably just bumping that. Maybe rollerbladers would be into that <laughs> shit. Bladers, dude. <laughs> I remember I was fucking with my friend in. Uh, I guess we weren't even that good of friends. Just a guy I knew <laughs> in high school, and he was searching online in computer class for new rollerblades. And I just kept singing because of how lame I thought it was. I was like, ah, I got this dude named Dave. Dave's getting blades. Dave and his blades. And I kept doing it until he was so annoyed. He's so mad. Did he yeah. stop looking? No, no. I think he bought some blades. Did you bullying this dude with his rollerblades? Hey, we were friendly. I was just, I was just annoying. Well, it's about that time, my friend. We wanted to, we wanted to keep these episodes concise. What a way to end with that half-assed story about me singing about somebody's <laughs> rollerblades. But it also is so indicative of like what was funny when you were like in high school and, and yeah. middle school. Where it's like that is the thing you would come out. You were like, ah, I'm clever. I'm uh, Dave and his blades. Dave sort of rhymes with blades. <laughs> uh, it's called alliteration. <laughs> uh, you ready? This is how we end it every yeah, time, let's bud. Get the fuck I think out we got the here. video going. Let's do it. Yeah. God bless everybody. Guys, uh, thank you. We forgot to do the plugs. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. Check us out on uh, TikTok. Brand New Jerks Pod. Brand New Jerks Pod on TikTok. And our email. Brandnewjerks at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know your jerk store moment, which we didn't have any this week. I just didn't really. Yeah, we did. You, you, you had your major yeah, we one. Had a yeah. jerk store moment. A jerk store moment. Let us know your jerk store moments where you said the thing that you should have said. My, I actually have a good one. Remind me to say it next week. I have a good yeah. one that my nephew did. 
Oh, great. A really good one my nephew did. Perfect. Like, perfect one. So, oh, but that's a cliffhanger. My nephew had a jerk store moment. He said the exact thing he should have. It was, like, poetic. So, I, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't bring it up this week. Well, uh, that's a cliffhanger for next week, guys. Follow thank- us uh, uh, separately on Instagram, at Shawnee Time. I'm at Raby Killing. I'm also June 10th, because he's not going to plug Ooh, it. Ch- yes. Check out our man <laughs> recording his album, Arnold Palmer. It's uh, He's doing something pretty interesting. It's half crowd work, half stand-up. That's correct. Um, two chances to see him at New York Comedy Club. Um, we will uh, both on our Instagram start sharing the link. I'll be there uh, kicking the, the show. show off, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Come on out. Keep listening. We love you. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.